The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget. As it was for the rest of the world, COVID-19 was overwhelmingly the top story of 2020 in Latin America and the Caribbean. And the most tragic, Brazil alone has recorded the world's second highest number of COVID deaths. From human rights struggles to hurricane devastation, 2020 heaped enough on top of the pandemic to make this an even more stressful year for Latin America. Joining me to look back on it is Nora Gomez-Torres, who covers Cuba and Latin America for El Nuevo Herald and the Miami Herald. Happy New Year, Nora. Happy New Year, Tim. So you and I both chose our three top stories of the year for Latin America and the Caribbean. Our number three picks are actually the same. That is, the surprisingly large movement for free speech and expression in Cuba, led by the island's artists. It just sprang up in Havana last month. Do you think it has staying power? Well, this is a very unusual scenario in Cuba. This protest just grew bigger and then the government arrests many of the members of this movement named San Isidro, which then sparked an even bigger protest. The artists are demanding more freedom not only for themselves, but uh, freedom of expression for all Cuban citizens. So, I mean, yes, it's, it's definitely going to be more difficult for the government to contain all this, especially because there's a new reality, and it's the fact that, you know, Cuban citizens, they finally have access to Internet. Right. Social media is a very big part of this. Exactly. Since 2018, they have been providing Internet on cell phones, which has changed the game completely. But the government response has been appalling. They have accused the San Isidro protesters of being terrorists, mercenaries paid by the U.S. So we'll have to see. But you mentioned you feel the human rights situation has deteriorated across Latin America and the Caribbean. Yes. If you take a broader look, you see how many governments are increasingly authoritarian. Haiti's president, for example, has been ruling by decree since the beginning of the year, rejecting calls for a new election and created a new secret police. And then you have the situation in Venezuela, the UN report saying that you have a regime responsible for crimes against humanity. Which brings us to your number two story in Latin America and the Caribbean this year, the failure of President Trump's Venezuela policy, his campaign to bring down the regime of authoritarian socialist President Nicolas Maduro in favor of opposition leader Juan Guaido. Maduro is now in control of all institutions in the country. After the dubious parliamentary elections Maduro held this month. Right. The year will end with Maduro more entrenched now than two years ago, despite whatever the Trump administration has done. U.S. sanctions, even an indictment of Maduro, which was very surprising. At the same time, you know, the humanitarian crisis in Venezuela has taken just terrible dimensions. My number two story is the devastating back-to-back hurricanes, Ada and Iota, that hit Central America last month. Scientists say storms that strong have never been recorded that late in the year, and they point again to global warming as a big factor. What does that mean for poorer countries like Central America's? You know, the international community and governments have to make a priority of investing in poor countries to deal with these disasters. Because there's going to be a big wave of migration coming again to the north. This is going to impact the U.S. I think Biden has a very detailed plan to help Central America and these hardest hit countries. 
And of course, our number one story in Latin America and the Caribbean this year was the COVID-19 pandemic. The region has only one-twelfth of the world's population, but it's had one-third of the world's coronavirus deaths. The U.S. has certainly been a bad model of pandemic leadership, but Latin America isn't much better. Brazil's largest newspaper this month called President Jair Bolsonaro's dismissal of COVID-19 homicidally negligent. You see how populist leaders can make things worse by publicly underestimating the virus, disregarding science, or claiming that masks are not indispensable. Like Mexican President López Obrador recently said, the mortality rate is also very high in Mexico. It's just horrible everywhere you look. Even so, feliz año, Nora. Feliz año nuevo. Nora Gomez-Torres is a reporter for El Nuevo Herald and the Miami Herald. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and Advisors.